Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Shednovic, Director of Sales and Marketing. David, last time we looked into milling wheat in Durham. So staying on the topic of cereals, we want to have a look at the North American oat milling industry today and CN's role in the supply chain. Maybe a good place to start is with the supply side of things. Thanks, Stacey. Not surprisingly, most of Canada's oat production is in Western Canada, and all told, production has averaged around 3.25 million tons in the past five years in the prairies, on an acreage base of about 3 million acres, and production hit 3.8 million this past year. That puts the overall average prairie oat yield at close to 95 bushels an acre. The rest of Canada produces around 300,000 tons of oats. And there are two main oat areas where production is concentrated in Western Canada, namely northeastern Saskatchewan and the Red River Valley in southern Manitoba. So that's the supply side. What about the demand side of the equation? There are basically three main outlets for unprocessed Canadian oats, with exports representing roughly half of total disposition, domestic milling representing about a quarter, and the balance is mostly feed and seed. The vast majority of the export program goes to the U.S. by direct rail, although there is a fair bit of oats that get shipped by rail that is then shipped by Laker into the Toledo market. You have two main demand pulls in the U.S., oat mills and racehorse feed demand. In 2018-19, total Canadian oat exports represented close to 1.8 million tons. And in the U.S., six states accounted for over 80% of the value of oat exports from Canada to the U.S. Iowa represented one-third, Minnesota 20%, Ohio and Wisconsin about 10% each, and Oregon, Nebraska about 10% combined. Okay, that's bulk oats. But what about processed oats? Good point. So oats are one of the lightest density grains grown on the prairies. Funny quirk of the U.S. and Canadian grading systems is that's a 32-pound Avery bushel in Canada and a 34-pound Winchester bushel in the States for oats, but either way, end users want much heavier oats to begin with, over 40-pound bushel. And some of that can be achieved by cleaning oats. The less dense the commodity, the less tonnage you get in a hopper car. When oats are dehulled, what you're left with is the groat, or inner kernel of the oat. And that hull represents 30% of more of the oat. By removing the hull, you can get a lot more groats by weight in a hopper car compared to unprocessed oats. Now, that was alluded to when Patterson Global Foods announced in October 2019 that it was building a $94 million oat processing plant in northwest Winnipeg, capable of processing up to a quarter million tons of oats annually. There are a number of oat processors that ship groats for human consumption, as well as into the pet food market. Overall exports of processed oats represent over 450,000 tons annually out of Canada. While we're talking about processing... Let's discuss oat milling and the major players in the North American oat milling industry. Okay, so first the processing. Groats can be processed in a number of different ways, but not before conditioning or increasing moisture level of the groats, and then being passed through a kiln. From there, groats can be processed by cutting into steel cutouts, rolled, or flaked. In Canada, the oat milling industry represents over 600,000 tons of production, with consumption of over 900,000 tons of raw oats. Mills are located in the prairies and in Ontario, with the largest mills all out west. Richardson Milling, which is one of the largest players in North American oat processing, has the former Can Oat Milling facilities that it acquired in 2013 at Portage La Prairie, Manitoba, Barhead, Alberta, and Martinsville, Saskatchewan, plus its facility in South Sioux City, Nebraska. Grain Millers, which is at Yorkton, is also a major player in the market in North America, and it's in the process of a $100 million expansion that will take production at Yorkton from 100,000 tons of product to 180,000 tons, consuming 280,000 tons of raw oats. Of course, all of those plants, with the exception of South Sioux City of Nebraska, are focused on inbound truck shipments, and the rail outbound is for groats in some cases, along with other processed products. Quaker has a mill out in Peterborough, Ontario, but its big mill is south of the border. 
Just on that, considering the large volume of oats shipped mostly by rail into the U.S., can we look at a few major U.S. mills that are major rail touchpoints for CN? Sure thing. Rail shipments to the mills on CN include grain millers at St. Ansgar, Iowa, and Eugene, Oregon, and Quaker Oats at Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You're probably wondering why two of the biggest oat processors in North America are in a sea of corn and soybeans in Iowa, but think back to what ag looked like over 100 years ago. Where there's maybe 3 million acres of oats grown in the U.S. today, there was over 40 million acres back in the day, and Iowa was a big hub for oat production. But only a couple hundred thousand acres of oats are grown in Iowa today. Remember, there was a time that horsepower was literally that, and horses consumed a lot of oats. What is the scale of oat processing at Cedar Rapids? So the original mill in Cedar Rapids was built in the early 1870s by the North Star Oat Mill Company, and it was the largest cereal mill in the world at the time. It was eventually acquired by Quaker, which was subsequently acquired by PepsiCo in the early 1980s. The Quaker mill processes over 2 million pounds of oats per day, and one mill employee described the Quaker mill as milling, cleaning, and separating the equivalent of 66 acres of oats per hour. Besides all the shipments by rail that CN lands into Iowa, there's also truck shipments from Canada into the U.S. A good example is front haul wheat and oats into, say, the Minneapolis market with a soy meal backhaul into the southern Manitoba feed market. How about some of the other processing demand that CN feeds into the U.S. market? So the mill at St. Ansgar, Iowa, started up in the early 1980s to produce feed for racehorses, but it was subsequently acquired in the late 80s with a focus on products for human consumption. The plant has gone through multiple expansions to the footprint of today, and it recently invested in some serious concrete oat storage on site. Now you have general mills in the Minneapolis area, which is not a destination CN can get to directly, but there's the grain terminals in Duluth where we can land product for transshipment to the Minneapolis milling market and other destination demand. Do you have anything to add in closing? Well, I'd say that oats are an important part of the agri-food supply chain, like so many other commodities shipped out of the prairies, and CN's playing our role as an essential service provider during the pandemic to get critical ag and food supplies to the North American and global markets. Thank you for your time, David, and thanks for listening to Grain Insights, an update from CN. 